What's up, guys? Pat Healy here with Brooklyn Boxing Podcast. We're on the track. I'm with Coach Shada. How's it going, man? Great. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for joining us. You know, before we get into your journey and some of the boxing news going on today, we're on the track. Figured we got to get some sort of workout in right now, so we'll do a little walk and talk. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right. Um, so as the, you know, boxing news right now, we got to touch on it. The latest thing is Manny Pacquiao, Errol Spence. It's off. Oh. <laughs> Just work <laughs> <broke> my heart. <laughs> so so Errol, Sp- Errol Spence, you know, he's got the detached retina, which is a shame. Obviously, we wish him a full recovery. But your Dennis Ugas is the fill-in mm-hmm. fight. Yeah, I was looking forward for this fight. And I'm a huge uh, Errol Spence fan, Pacquiao fan. Of course, Pacquiao is a legendary fighter. And now that when I heard about Ugas, because I've been following Ugas all his career. And even I've been seeing him 2000, I think it was 2005, when he won the um, world championships. And he was a bronze medalist. He has a huge, tremendous career in amateur boxing and also in the professional boxing. And he's not the guy that everybody knows about, but people who know boxing know him. Yeah. And I'm also a huge fan of his coach. Ismail Salas. He's like a Cuban school, one of the one of the greatest, greatest coaches and trainers. And then his fundamentals, he has a school, a gymnasium, and he has amazing, amazing fighters. So what do you and think about this matchup? Because he was preparing to fight on the undercard anyway, so it's not like he's coming in short notice, he's out of shape. He's gonna be ready. No. How does this matchup play out? Now, the question is, question is, now Pacquiao is ready. Pacquiao always comes ready, and obviously he's ready. Pacquiao is age 42. Ugas is not the spring chicken either. He's 35. So he's up there. He's maybe prime or over the prime. I would say over the his his prime I would say Uh, because he has a lot of fights when you have a lot of fights he start early career you know it takes a toll on your body but when it comes to Yugas he's very he has a long reach as I remember his uh, reach is about 69 inch and Pacquiao's reach is 67 by the height comparison you have Ugas is, I think, is 5'9", 5'10", yeah. and Pacquiao is 5'4". <laughs> Much so you, you see the huge difference between this. So Ugas is not a really... Uh, he can fight inside, he can fight outside. But um, I'm a huge fan of both fighters. I don't want to just give you, like, prediction, but I think it's going to be a great fight. Because if we can see old Pacquiao, I mean... Uh, Prime Packy, if we see some yeah. the fireworks, he does the angles. When that's what you were talking about in the gym the other day with Pacquiao is like his movements are all built on speed, right? You yeah. said it's all that yeah, uh, reflex, speed. He's a lot of respect, a lot of speed, and then a lot of um, uh, counter punching. Great timing, but he has the same patterns. Like you know, he's this pendulum in and out, jumping in and out. So if you were really wise fighter than fighting against uh, Pacquiao. You're going to look at all the other fights he fought against Marquez, against the fights that he lost. I think he lost, what, six, seven, five? I, I forgot how many fights he lost. But taking an example from these fights, you need to really find your game. If I'm Ugas, obviously I'm going to boxing because my whole career is a boxer. 
I'm an amateur world champion. I have a tremendous career in the amateur boxing. What I will do, I will box him. I will box him and I will not let him to come uh, close because in Pacquiao, in a close pocket, he can land these heavy shots. And then once he gets a shot and he can connect it and he's like, he, he throws a lot of punches, even in his age. So right now, the Yugas has this small gaps inside the pocket where he might have little delays, not reacting yeah. quicker and that's a time the Pacquiao has advantage I think I see the Pacquiao moving a lot and doing a lot of uh, things so if Ugas can handle to control his, his with the distance and try to use his advantage of uh, your, his um, you know his reach. reach then we can see the fight but I see this uh, interesting very interesting fight because Yugas yeah. has a heart he's been there before and people think disappointed but let's don't be disappointed this fight even could be even better than Spence fight because Spence is very intelligent and very intelligent fighters make sometimes a little bit boring because everybody's oh Mayweather is too you know doesn't go too much that's Spence style too yeah. he wants to over you know counter well, you're making me feel better about this I was a little down yeah, go just got me feel a little more positive about I this think it's going to be a great matchup. Fight. It's going to be a great fight. Everyone should still definitely tune in anytime Pacquiao. Pacquiao. Anytime Pacquiao's out there, yeah, you got to watch. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. But um, let's let's roll back here to your boxing journey. I want to talk a little bit, I guess, about your start in Georgia, not Atlanta, Georgia. This yeah, is Georgia right. and Europe. And um, you know, talk to me about growing up there, getting into boxing. Maybe some of the wrestling background you said with some oh, of your friends, and I know they got a lot of Olympians right now. And um, you know, how did it all get started for you? Well, I was eight years old. Long story short, my father was a very tough guy. So he was a bear hunter, like very tough guy. I mean, if I show you his picture, photo right now, you see what I'm talking about. <laughs> so he raised me, like, taking me hunting, this and that. And then I was, I loved basketball. So I, lived, you know, I played basketball. I, I was so crazy about basketball. But he said, no, that's not your sport. You should be boxing. And one day he takes me to the gym. You know, same story to most fighters happen. I get beat up. And now I want to prove to my dad that I'm a tough guy. So that's my boxing starts. And then Soviet Union times when we had the same school, like the training school, there was so much discipline. I can't even compare anything I've seen here. Discipline was in a different punishment, jump rope punishment, like the people, we did so much in the preparation and then exhaustion of this. And then I ended up boxing and then I was about, uh, I, I competed in the Soviet Union, Georgian championships. I, I competed in the Soviet Union championship one time, international. I mean, for us was, you know, going out of the our country state. And, uh, and wrestling, obviously, is the identity of my country. Right now we got eight medals in Olympics so yeah, crazy. wrestling is wrestling wrestling I was kind of tired of here the wrestling wrestling and then I uh, my cousin was a freestyle wrestler Georgian champion very tough guy and he would take me to his room and it just like to work out on me and he made me hate the wrestling so that's so the only reason to stand up <laughs> yeah I stay with the boxing and it worked and, out uh, and boxing was just my became my my everything at age 15 I won this Georgian championships this that little tournaments and then I just retired from boxing when I was 15 or 16 and then I came to the United States when I was 22 uh, 1998 
I came to the United States, and then my heart and passion was still like, and I joined some back in Boston, it. near Boston, like outside of Boston. And I joined the gym, and then uh, nighttime I would sneak out, I would do all this work, 60 hours a week, or even 80 hours a week sometimes, but I still found the little times to go in the gym, sneak out, and then do some boxing. And that's it, I competed Golden Gloves, I did. New England Golden Gloves, I won twice, you know, different tournaments, North American Championships, and then I, actually I was doing good in boxing. And then it led you to, to Fifth Street eventually, yeah, right? In Fifth Miami, Street. so you got Miami, the Sunshine, everybody. Sunshine State, Miami, yeah. And, uh, you know, you're working with the fighter, Ermal, of course, that, yep. you know, we were at the Road Warriors event a few weeks ago, and he got the win there. And then recently they announced, you know, he's fighting for the Mediterranean WBC belt, so another big step in his career. And you're working closely with him on the technique and yeah. everything. So, like, what are some of the the uh, tools you're trying to add to his game or, or things you guys are focusing on technique-wise with Ermal? First, I want to say thank you to Donato, Rich Shoes Boxing. There you go. Um, best shoes. Italian shoes, leather shoes, sure. comfortable, oh, the best. Donato is a good friend of mine, and... He saw my skills, he saw what I do as a coach, and he invited me to be in the team. So that's how everything started for pro two, three years ago. Now, what I bring to the table, to the Ermal is, remember, Ermal comes from more like MMA background, mm -hmm. and Ermal has a little bit different style. So what I bring to the table is my experience in the amateur boxing, my experience in the Russian school, my experience in American school, my experience in the Cuban school. So I, I absorbed and soaked everything. And then I like, I like to study everything. I like studying the meticulous level. I like to absorb. And, and then I give this, all this knowledge I have, the counter punching, pull counters, little different, you know, different uh, bringing from the, uh, the, my background. And it blends with their mouth because their is a tremendous athlete and I think he's not just a good athlete he has the biggest heart when we were at the fight yeah I used to be nervous this guy takes a nap <laughs> I was like dude you're fighting today yeah. what are you doing <laughs> and he's like oh it's yeah, okay, coach, let's relax. And Donato gets crazy. I'm like, let's, let's hurry up now. So he's what I'm saying. He's just very relaxed, but he's very responsible. And he's very consistent and very disciplined. And that's all these things all together. And he has this talent also, this South Pole. is a kind of very unpredictable. And he's a quick reflex speed and we put it all together things and he's be getting the every every time he fights you see if you look compared to his previous fights and now it, he, he becomes a different yeah, better and better fighter improvements and, and i've seen him like sparring world-class world wbc champion former champion banana rosario and then he's doing so much so well and then everybody says this you know guys who spar him this is gonna be a problem for everyone and i'm predicting he's gonna go all the way top because his dedication and because of his work ethic, his heart, his loyalty to us, he's a one team, and he's, he's everything working for him. He's a very likable person. Everybody likes him. Everybody wants to see him. Look at him, yeah, right? Great guy, nice, really nice, humble. He's got the Albanian backing as, as well, which is going to yeah. be good for his fan base moving forward. You know, hopefully, you get more people in the crowds and uh, this WBC Mediterranean belt coming up with Global Legion. 
um, is going to be, you know, a huge moment in his career to really elevate himself. So I'm excited for him. I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, it's me too. It's going to be really cool. But, um, you know, let's talk a little bit about some of the big fights coming up other than Manny Pacquiao and Errol Spence. Or, sorry about that. Manny Pacquiao and Ugas. Ugas. Um, but we got the heavyweights. It's a crazy heavyweight scene. We were talking about it in the gym a little bit the other day. Wilder. Fury, of course, and then on the other side of the bracket, it's really like a four-man tournament, right? You got Usyk and Joshua. You see Joshua coming up first, I think. It's a September, I think, right? You see Joshua is going to be first. I got to check on the dates on that because I kept shuffling the Wilder Fury fight, but the Wilder Fury fight I know is, uh, I believe, October sixth. So this is September. Okay, so they're very close. So let's let's go with the Joshua and the Usyk first. Let's do it. I think. Um, I, I don't like predicting, oh, he's going to win. Uh, no. Tell me about I the technique. I just want to see. I know that's your you see the, we, the Joshua proved himself. He's a very legit, um, great heavyweight and a super athlete. If you look at his body, he's what, 6'7", 6'6", 6'6", no body fat, pure muscle, very athletic. Now I see he was moving the other, you know, I watch the YouTube and social media. I see his waist is moving. He has this little bit like technical part to him like he does a lot of he's uh, getting, getting better, better and better, better more confident more better more mature in boxing and you have the Usyk the other hand Usyk is 6'3 okay um, his reach is 78 former cruiserweight king oh, so he's coming Usyk up in weight a, not just a king Usyk has a huge background in amateur boxing and he's a very technical he fights like uh, Lomachenko but in the heavyweight division <laughs> so now we have the pros and cons so when you are Usyk and facing Joshua Joshua is tremendous power Usyk not meant to be heavyweight because his body frame is not that big right. he's not he's 218 218 pounds you have Joshua is 250 pounds and what I'm thinking here is that Joshua has advantage because of his power is going to get there somewhere because he has speed he has technical power and somewhere if he lands this one shot or two shot is going to change everything and you know how Joshua gets after it he sees his opportunity and he will finish you so I hope uh, it's going to be a great fight I think because Joshua is going to box it around, box from outside. Usyk is going to try to get inside from, like, he's a southpaw. He's going to maybe pivot to go inside. How much do you think Usyk is going to take from the Trezora fight? Because the Trezora fight, you know, Derek was bullying him a little bit, yeah. using that size. Is Usyk, you think, going to take a lot from that and learn a lot from that? Or is that just kind of how it is for him now? He's a smaller guy in the division and he's got to figure it out. Don't you, he, uh, don't you think he was exposed? Uh, during this it was fight. very concerning for me to see him yeah. against Chizora. I said, how so, is he going to beat Joshua if Chizora is doing it? That's the same question everybody has. But uh, high IQ no fighters. No disrespect to Chizora. I mean, he is high a, IQ fighters. But you sort of fought one of the best fights I've seen. But high IQ fighters like Yusik, they always the best. Like Mayweather, they, they, they are so good adjusting and make the, the adjustments. I think Yusik probably looked at himself and then made a lot of adjustments based on this and then he knows who is his fighting so he needs to have a he has a game plan he's gonna get closer he's gonna keep touching he's not gonna have the Joshua just 
JB from outside, right, standing right. back foot. The other hand, Joshua's gonna go around, stay the back foot, and, and try to land the right hand. But, and if he's inside, he comes inside, you know, Joshua has this tremendous power. So I don't know how this fight's gonna go because I think more advantage, all the physical advantage, kind of, uh, Overall advantage is the Joshua. I'm sure he's a favor, but the Usyk he never he will surprise you. He's a sneaky fighter. He connects his shots and um, nearly a perfect performance. Yes, perform, again, yeah. right? Yeah, to he's gonna. I think he's gonna come ready. Uh, I think it's gonna be great fight. Yeah, I sure. can wait for that fight. It's great. That's a that's a great side of the four man bracket. We got Wilder and Fury, the trilogy coming up. Technically speaking, what can Deontay Wilder do after getting walked down like that in the second fight? Are there adjustments that he can make for this third fight? Or I think he already made adjustment. His trainer is Malik. Malik, Malik Scott. Is, Malik Scott is former guest of mine. Shout out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I love Malik. Great guy. I, 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 you know, I always follow Malik, and he's an old guy, right? He yeah, does yeah. certain things. He's a very intelligent guy, and. Uh, very real, yeah. you know, and I'm sure, plus he's, he's tall, yeah. and I'm sure he, uh, he gives him that, that exactly what he needs to go against the Fury. And we never want to take away from Wilder's power. And now he looks a little bit better, he looks um, more determined, he's hungrier. And I feel like last time it was a miracle when, uh, first fight, when, Fury, Fury got, got up from up, this. Yeah. Fury's gonna box, Fury's gonna dominate maybe, but that one punch, remember the Ortiz fight, Luis yeah, Ortiz. Yeah, Luis Ortiz dominating, was losing fight against Ortiz, but that one little gap, you slipping in one second, is he gonna recover again? I'm sure we're gonna see there's some knockdowns. It's not gonna be he's going back, he's gonna be uh, backing up, but we're gonna see some uh, firework. I think it's gonna be very entertaining fight. More yeah. entertaining music because music's gonna be very careful. He's slick, uh, but I think it's gonna be more entertaining to yeah. see. <laughs> I can't wait. To yeah. oh, I can't wait either. But the wild is gonna be definitely different because of the Malik Scott, and I, I like Malik what he's doing with him. I'm just yeah. absorbing from the. No, I'm glad uh, you said that because when I asked you, you know, if Malik or if Deontay could make improvements, it was kind of. I just wanted to see what your opinion was, but my opinion is. Just like you said, he's gotten a lot better. Yeah. I think Malik is doing a great job with him and, like you said, a crazy mind for the mm -hmm. sport. Mm -hmm. And tell me if I'm wrong here from a technical side, what I've just noticed as a fan, it seems like his base... It looks better to me in oh, terms of moving. moving. He was backwards. more wider before, a little bit wider. Now you he's see more this. balance. He's more balanced. He he's doing a better footwork because that's what Fury took advantage of, right? Pushing him back, and Wilder had trouble fighting going backwards. But it seems now his base, his feet under him. Yeah, what he did, he took his jab and cross away and then distance away, and then he's just like disarmed him. Yeah. And he was just totally, first time, put him that place. And I don't know, he blamed other things too, but, uh, you know, when you're fighting, like, there's times that I fought and I had a little bit of fever. You don't know what fighting, not going to be 100 and something percent all the time. There's too many things going on, too much pressure, too much things going on. So, obviously, that day was not him Yeah. Uh, 100%. If we see him 100%, now, only only thing I'm uh, afraid of is that when you lo lose that way, it makes a psychological damage. So the fighters, what we do is we want to have a tune-up fight before we go to uh, a game to challenge the sure. big guys. So 
because putting this in the head, but I believe that Wilder has a very tough mental a mental state and tough, very tough person. And I think he, he's going to overcome this, but we're going to see in the fight because yeah, we're gonna how, how he's going to be giving him too much respect. If he, he cannot give him too much respect because he's going to walk you down. You can't be walked down. You're, you're tall, you need to... Uh, have the jab going and then he's a you know to see the opportunities for the right hand because he's a tremendous power puncher yeah we're gonna have a lot of questions to be answered in that fight I'm super excited I mean the boxing world is raving over this fight it's it's uh, one of the biggest heavyweight matchups in many years many years the tril oh. trilogies don't come up, come around too often um, uh, so we, need is, it. we need it no. <laughs> yeah so this is a treat for boxing um, before we close out here I wanted to kind of wrap up with um, you know, your favorite fighter that you've talked about a little bit, at least from a technical span standpoint, you said Mayweather. Uh, of course. And okay, um, I can't go around Mayweather. Listening to you talk about why he's your favorite fighter, the technical aspect, the IQ, and this was the other day in the gym, you were, you were talking about what Mayweather brings to the table. Tell the people listening a little bit about that IQ, that mental um, you know, strength that Mayweather has in the ring and that translates to his physical abilities. Just to start, if you ask any boxing coach that has any boxing experience or intelligence into the boxing, not just the boxing, everybody will tell you about Mayweather. Everybody is super impressed and then understands that what it takes to be that level of fighter and they appreciate that. But there is a people who talk negatively and Oh, he's not engaging too much. He's not doing too much. But Mayweather is so brilliant. It's mixture of everything together. He can be offensive. He can be defensive. He's a multi-dimensional fighter. He is a full of tricks. He makes everybody now name the one fight when he was challenged. And people who tell he was challenged against this, against that, it's not really. If you look at these clean shots and scorecards, I, I don't believe that. But I think he is. He was on his prime, even what a few years ago. Um, he's the greatest fighter because he can fight defensively, he can fight offensively. He has a certain style, and then it's hard to get into it. And he would adjust it when he got rocked by Mosley. Yeah, he comes back, he readjusts from that, being like almost he almost went down. But he realizes he makes everything look so easy. Pacquiao, Marquez. Uh, Arturo Gatti, whatever, name the It fight. takes a lot of humbleness, right? Which is kind of funny to say because he's so flamboyant, flashy outside of the ring. But I think Barry Robinson, shout out him on Instagram, kind of touches on this as well. Um, his ability to change styles and accept when he when he can't <laughs> stand in banger, he has to, you know, change his, change his outlook on the fight requires a lot of, like, humbleness on his side to yeah, change Yeah, I styles. think so. People always see this, uh, you know, the fleshy things on, on the social media, whatever, but he's humble. Why he's humble? Because where he prepares for the fight, where he's still today, he trains just, uh, you know, he's getting ready for a fight. He trains. He always had this discipline ethic that in the next level since he was a little kid. And that makes him different. He backs it up, whatever he says. He's the, he's the greatest. He's, he, he's the greatest. He beat everybody who was in, he's the top. Uh, in my opinion, he's the greatest all the time. 
Oh, it's a great room time. <laughs> oh, there it and is. I've been doing the film study all the time. Yeah. And shout out to Barry Robinson. He's one of the best uh, mastermind boxing coaches, and I always follow him. And, yeah, I've been following him uh, on Instagram. Instagram and boxing. He is a, he's a really, really smart guy. Yeah, and, uh, he, he is I, amazing. I love his, uh, he always talks about Mayweather, too. He always <laughs> do film study. So I do my own film study on Mayweather. All right, guys, this was a great episode. Coach, thanks for the time. It's always good to hear about your technical mindset around some of these matchups. Can't wait for you to come back on for some future matchups. Um, love your breakdown. So if you want to give the people um, where they can follow you on Instagram. Uh, follow me on Boxing Shota. I do a lot of uh, my you know, trainings there. And Boxing Shota. My, 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 my name is S-H-O-T-A. So we go to Boxing Shota at um, Instagram. You're going to find me there. My stories are going to be there. And uh, different, different gyms. Yeah, swing by the Fifth Street Gym. And maybe you can find me here. Now I'm going to do 20 miles run. <laughs> there you go. That's that day support you was talking about earlier. It never stops. But thanks, guys. Make sure to go to YouTube. Subscribe at the Pod Matrix. Follow on Brooklyn Boxing Podcast. We're out. Peace. All right, I'm going to go run. <laughs> the Pod Matrix.